0: Green Mountain Dental Group is in Lakewood and they're the best family owned dentists in the metro area plus they're extreme Colorado sports fans just like all of us here at DNBR and when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam with Green Mountain Dental Group you will get a free sauna care toothbrush just for showing up. They're just 15 minutes outside of downtown in Den- in Lakewood rather excuse me and it's a great first step to good health when it comes to taking care of your teeth. So head on down to Green Mountain Dental Group today and schedule that cleaning, x-ray and exam to get your Sonicare toothbrush. And Cole gets another good righty and another right by Cole, a left by Cole this time! Tipped in front by Mika Rentinen. He! Shoots and scars! Nathan McKinnon! Cole J. T. Comfort! 877 goes now! Gabriel Landeskog! Collective hugs! 29 and 92. See me by Drew Bauer. Move over, Picasso. This piece of art is by McKinnon. My goodness gracious. <laughs> Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Both of their locations in Centennial and Highlands Ranch are go-to stops for Breckenridge Brewery. You can also even get beer delivered from them. I am Rudo. He is AJ. We are back again with the full list of the NHL's Masterson, Masterton even, trophy nominees out for the league. The abs representative being Ryan Graves, which we will get into here in just a second. But a couple of the other standouts around the league, you have Corey Crawford, Bobby Ryan, Oscar Lindblom, Stephen Johns, a handful of other names as well. But as far as the Masterton Trophy, I'll put it this way. I don't think Ryan Graves has a chance to actually win it.
1: I would be surprised if Ryan Graves got votes. Yeah. Ryan, uh, Ryan Graves wasn't even a unanimous pick in our own in the Colorado chapter. So
0: it it, look, I don't want to take anything away from the guy. Mm -hmm. Obviously, worked extremely hard to get where he's he's made it to. So he deserves all the credit in the world. But, you know, when you have players that are coming back from significantly more hardship than just being in the AHL for a handful of years. There's bigger things going on with the Masterton trophy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and this was a year where thankfully the avalanche, like this, this has turned into kind of like a sad story award. Yeah, for sure. Um <clears throat> and so thankfully, you know, Colorado didn't have to have a great candidate here. Um Right. I say I say Graves was not unanimous. I was the one dissenting voice that I know of. Um my nomination went to Val Nichushkin, and obviously the, my colleagues disagreed. <laughs> <laughs> uh And so Ryan Graves is the guy. Yeah. And it's again, like you said, it's not to take away from, from Graves or the hard work that he's put in. Uh He, you know, you don't see a lot of guys kind of go the path that he went. Sure. You know, it's, A lot more common, like, like you see guys, there are guys in the league like Graves, but you know, it's, it's a hand, it's, it's a guy here, guy there. Right. Not, not a
0: ton of guys breaking into the league at age 24.
1: Right. After, and like four years in the AHL, really, when you get to your second contract, if you finish your ELC and you haven't made the league already, your chances your, drop a ton. Yeah, yeah, they go way down. And not only was Graves post DLC, but he's on a second franchise. Yep, and that's never a good thing uh, in terms of just your just your raw odds to make it. It ended up being a great thing for him. He found a home. He carved out a role. Took a job. And um, at this point, I mean, two years ago. Had had we had we been talking about you know expansion stuff like that, um, you know the the focus would have been well, how do you keep Nikita Zadorov? Yeah, and now Graves has almost made him expendable. Expendable, yeah, um, just because they're such similar profiles, but Graves is way more consistent. Doesn't have the the same kind of upside as as Big Z, but is if you're if you're Charting the effectiveness of their games. Uh, Graves is a lot more of a flat line and Z is just a heart up and rate monitor. Yeah. <laughs> so <clears throat> it's, it, it's, it's great for Graves. Um, you know, just I, I use today with the nominations being announced uh, to um, push out the feature that I wrote on him halfway through the year. I'm sure if you cared by now, you've already read it, but it's out there again. Uh, I also made it free, so it's not behind the paywall. So if you're listening to the pod and you are not a subscriber, first of all, hope to get
0: you one of these days.
1: (laughs) Second of all, uh, go read it. It's free. So
0: A little bit of taste of what you're missing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. There you go.
0: So. Yeah. So
1: Graves is our guy.
0: Yeah, for sure. Be sure to check out uh, AJ's article. They did a really good job on that one. Um, Yeah, Graves is a bit of an interesting one as, you know, around here, the Avs have uh, have been collecting all of the uh, Eastern Canada players, as it were, but Another factor to, to kind of his story is how few players actually come out of that region and make the NHL. Mm-hmm. Uh, abs having had multiple successes there, but there, I think there's, what, only five Newfies? Um,
1: just, well, from Nova Scotia, from uh, – McKinnon, McKinnon, Crosby, uh, Crosby, Graves, Marshand, and one more. Yeah, and then the Abs have three
0: prospects. Right, they have Newhook, um, Hook, Steinberg, and Powers. Yeah, and Steinberg—that's the other one. Yeah. So, I don't have the Abs found a a bit of a. Mm-hmm market inefficiency yeah, something in in eastern canada i guess yeah, going I after know.
1: the maritime that's
0: that's the word i've been trying to think of there it is maritime
1: yeah yeah going after the <laughs> maritimers that, uh, that hey it's you know been what? working
0: they, for them so far yeah they're tight-knit
1: that's true um, they got their squad out there well they all they all practice together they all play together i was talking yeah. to gravy about it uh, when i was doing interviews for my story And he was telling me he was he was like oh yeah I know all those guys you know it's great being it's great being from you know it's 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 not as it's not like it's not like it's not like GTA you know it's not the Greater Toronto Area where you're producing an insane amount of talent every year. He says, but the people in the city, yeah, (laughs) right. He says, but it allows you to kind of get to know the guys a little better, and and you guys all sort of work together, and you all have that. That same pride of wanting to represent Nova Scotia well.
0: Yeah. It's cool. I mean, before Bowers was even an Avs prospect, he was practicing with Crosby and McKinnon. Yeah. So those and Marshan plays up there too. So yeah, you're you're exactly right that all the guys that kind of make it to that next level do seem to know each other pretty well and, and are always on the ice and things like that. So We'll see. Uh, we'll see as things continue to expand there with uh, Newhook and and whoever's next. I guess that's when we do go back into the draft coverage. We should just do a hard search on on who's coming out of Nova Scotia this year and be like, "Yeah, Avs will be taking him."
1: That's right. <laughs> Probably a round or two too early. Yep. Well, you
0: know, it happens.
1: You no, know, turn into if if they turn into NHL players, you don't care.
0: To get back to where we started this conversation, since you admitted to being the dissenting voice, what is your case for Val Nachushkin over Ryan Graves for the master
1: Well, Graves had 26 games last year where uh, he, he kind of put everybody on notice, like that, hey, he maybe belongs here. For sure. And going into the preseason, really the only reason that we were not higher, um, our group was not higher on his chances to make the team was because – they traditionally have liked veteran guys as much as they have, you know, guys um, and they, and they brought in Barbario. or they had Barbario still left over and they brought in Kevin Connaughton as well. Yep. And so it was just sort of expected like, Hey, this is it's tough to, it's tough to believe, you know? And then Callie Rosen was also part of the, the Barry deal. And so it just felt like he was, he was on the wrong end of a numbers game. And then he ended about playing all those dudes and staying,
0: Well, so had he broken out a year earlier too, because it's like, oh, he played great at the end of the season, and then Kale McCarr showed up in the playoffs and bombed everyone out of the water.
1: You're right, and sort of like, and it was like uh, McCarr, McCarr took Gerard's job, and then Gerard came back, and it was like, okay, well now you got to slot somebody, and you know Barbario's got to go back out, and right. It just always felt like Graves was sort of on the wrong end of the numbers game here, yeah, but. There was there was at least momentum towards this season's breakout. Could he handle it? Could he not? We'll see. And he did. He did a great job. Yep. He managed the ups and downs. He had some rough stretches. You remember he had a game with three penalties and just looked brutal and stayed in the lineup. I- Coaching staff let him work his way through some of his more problematic uh, uh, uh times i guess just some of
0: the- i can certainly remember at least one podcast during the season where both of us agreed that maybe he should sit a game but yeah
1: well he had three he had three games in a row where he had penalties and just looked brutal yep and we were both like look just 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 give him one game off put barbs in Reset. yeah they didn't they didn't do it they let him work his way through those problems it was a it was a big show of confidence and uh an opportunity for him to prove that he can work he can work through problems and the and uh, maintain the trust of the coaching staff yeah so that was great but my guy you know with the you're talking about a guy he can score any goals in 57 games um he's i believe a year younger than graves and was just bought out by Dallas. And this was after they worked so hard to bring him back over from Russia because he had an encouraging stint right after he was drafted his 18, 19, 20 year old seasons. And then he goes back to the KHL because uh, he and Lindy Ruff didn't get along comes back and it just doesn't work. Right. It's just a total, he He gave up on himself. He wasn't working hard. He wasn't committed. They were still playing him, but he was kind of checked out and so they just cut
0: ties and moved yeah. on had the avs not thrown him a a life jacket he may well yeah. have gone back to russia after that season definitely i mean it's he
1: signed in the dreads of august yep like he seriously he signed he signed on i think it was august 19th
0: it was super super late yeah and i remember doing the show about it it being like training camp is like next week or something
1: <laughs> yeah yeah uh you and Andre
0: had to do it because I was yeah. driving I was in Florida oh, yeah, when it happened yeah. you were that's right you were at the gas station and you just yeah had in one rain- angry tweet about it. I remember I was, it like, uh,
1: <laughs> I was so because like that gas station is like his big truck stop and yeah. and I was like i uh, I have grown up like loving road trips. And so I get excited about nice gas stations because <laughs> like sometimes you stop in a small town and you're just kind of, you're just like, okay, like it's just a small town. It's just a, a, a quick little, you get in, in and, out, and out. Yeah. yeah. And then like, there are some towns where they have like the actual, it's like a truck stop, you know, they've got the showers for the truckers and they've got like the designated areas and it's like a full blown, like mini, city almost like it's got a very yeah. small like little ecosystem i worked there. at a
0: truck stop for a couple years so yeah
1: <laughs> right and so you're familiar and like yeah. i've always thought those places were just so cool because like you can get like different things you know i was just excited because i could get like a hot corn dog for the road like that's why i was excited as i was like oh i don't have to get like a A cold sandwich for four bucks, you know, where you're like, oh, this could have been made two years ago. I don't know. And (laughs) instead, I was like, oh, this is like a corn dog that was on the fryers. You know, it's been on there for like two hours, but whatever. And I was excited about that. And then I saw the Natushkin thing
0: and I was like. (laughs) Hours of entertainment. Right. Don't ever actually watch these, though. But off-brand movies at truck stops. Have some of the best movie titles ever.
1: We should, uh, we should, we should add this to Free Skate Friday. Oh yes, we should. Real or fake (laughs) truck stop movies? Yeah, exactly. I go and like we should go to a truck stop and grab a handful of movies and get the titles of a bunch of them and be like, Yes, is this a a real one or do
0: we make this one up? I am so in for that. Okay, (laughs) we'll put that on the list for sure.
1: Add this. Okay, great.
0: All right, anyway, I just try to look for that. Off, but yeah,
1: no, but um, that was a a, a worthy sidebar. But with the <laughs> with the Chuskin, you know, for me, it just felt like this is a high pedigree player whose career is on life support. Yeah. He's coming into a loaded forward core. He's he's the thirteenth, fourteenth forward. He's got to he's got to work his way into the lineup. He played on. He played the first couple games of the season and then got scratched because he didn't do anything. He came back, you know, they had a couple of injuries early on. He came back into the lineup. Got his chance to kind of get comfortable, work his way in, understand what the coach's expectations were, and the process started out producing, you know, started started showing up enough and then we were still waiting on that goal, right? Like, come yeah. on you got to you got to do it eventually yeah, and then, it. and then it, and then he did he scored against toronto and hadn't and just didn't look back he scored 13 on the season
0: i mean as soon as he scored the goal i think everybody knew more was to come
1: oh yeah like it always when a guy's that snake bit because he had chances yep he'd had he he'd hit posts on breakaways he had some goalies make unbelievable ridiculous. like <laughs> otherworldly teleportation level saves
0: where you're just like this this can't be happening actually, man. the world has actually denied him a goal like it right it would break the universe <laughs> right
1: like it was it, it, it was like uatu was interfering with the way things yeah. were, should be yeah. and he was just like <laughs> decreeing he was like no goals for this man and it's that's so much and then <laughs> he
0: scored one and like three nights later roasted Duncan Keith for his second one. And
1: it's right. Like... And like blew past him and then yeah. puts it home easy on a breakaway. And we were all shocked. Yeah. And then, and then he was off and running and not only did he carve out a job on this team, he ended up playing in the top six at times and yep. he, he could be in line. Like I, we've talked about, I wouldn't do it, but he could be in line for a multi-year extension this, this summer. like, this is a this is a guy who went from the very like edge of the NHL, like barely still in the league to this guy might get protected in the Seattle expansion next year it's, on a on a cup contending team. Yeah, it
0: it's certainly at least a conversation at this point, but absolutely it is. We can get a little bit more into that in the second period, as we do need to acknowledge Breckenridge Brewery, the official Mm. beer of DNVR. I'll tell you, Nachushkin has made me want to drink at times in both victory and uh, sadness. But either way, you can pick up your Breck brew from the farmhouse down in Littleton, almost like its own kind of – it's way cooler than a truck stop. I'm not going to lie to you because, you know, you can actually get real good food from the farmhouse. So check it out for oh, yeah. yourself today. That's like real food. Yeah. They have good stuff and you can get $5 off when you use code DNBR. You can schedule a pickup even at three zero three eight zero three one three eight zero from noon to 8 PM. Give them a try, help support our partners. And if you do want to just get your beer delivered, you can always use a drizzly or the Breck beer locator to find the nearest store by you <laughs> on top of this. I already told you all about my pick of the week, where I picked two golfers to get an eagle in a tournament. I feel I feel pretty decent about that one. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, but DraftKings is back here in Colorado with now legal sports betting. They are the number one sportsbook app when it comes to the DraftKings sportsbook. You can download it now and use code DNBR when you sign up for a limited time. All new users are getting a sign up bonus of up to one thousand dollars once you check them out they have a bunch of awesome deals they have the odds boost like i talk about they'll give you missions all the time where it's like if you place three five dollar bets you'll get a free three dollar bet just for you know participating on the app so it's got a bunch of great deals. Cannot recommend it enough. I've been having a blast betting on KBO all the time as well as the UFC and, and other things as well. Just remember to use that DNVR code when you sign up to get a $1,000 bonus. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and first bet match each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25X playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits. AJ's giving me some kind of face over there. I'm not sure what to make of that one.
1: <laughs> um, uh, the NHL on NBC Sports Twitter account tweeted out a, your team is headed to the postseason. Who would you want in net? And it says, pick your playoff goalie 2020 postseason. And it's got four goalies to pick from. And they are Ben Bishop, Marc-Andre Fleury, Jordan Bennington, Pavel Francouz. <laughs> Interesting. And so it's like, oh, do you guys think Frankie's going to start over Grubauer when the postseason starts? Yeah. Like that's...
0: in the, in the seeding round? In the actual playoffs? I don't. I don't either. I don't. Like, even with the strong finish that he had. Yeah. It, did
1: Grubauer had a strong finish too yeah, we it, until he got hurt more?
0: right exactly um, it's just not you brought in Grubauer to be this guy yeah. to be the starter you can make an argument that he hasn't fully earned it but also when you look back at things like the playoff run of last year where especially in the first round he played very very well and I just don't see how you give Frankie the inside line to that job it,
1: I don't I don't either. It, I'm I, I, I mean look I I will say I would have Grooby starting, but I it would not be a long leash because Francos has definitely yeah, no. earned
0: if Grubauer has a tough game or two, Francos is probably getting in there. But.
1: Right. Say say you're in the seating games, uh and you're Colorado's 0-2 in the seating games, and Grubauer hasn't played particularly well, Frankie's getting game three.
0: In my opinion, like, you yeah. got to give it to him. Why not? Well, I mean, worst case scenario, Frankie gets bombed out and you go back to Grubauer as the four seed. Like,
1: yeah. So straight, I think, up. straight up, that's exactly what you do. Yeah, it just makes and sense. If, and if Frankie plays well, then you just ride Frankie until he doesn't play well.
0: Yep. Hot hand life. Uh, so I I will say, based on the three goalies, you said I would take all three of those over Frantzos.
1: Yeah, it I was just think. interesting because those are the three starting goaltenders for, yeah, for the other seeding conference teams. teams and
0: then Frantzos.
1: yeah And then it's like Pablo Francos, and it was just like, hmm,
0: hmm. Someone at uh, NBC went and looked up the last game the Avs played and was like, <laughs> that must be the starting goalie. Yeah, <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> But I mean, hey, it's it's not like Frankie. I mean, if you just look at his statistics and you're not looking at any of the context or anything else, yeah. Uh, you don't know that like his save percentage was high all year, but uh he got he did none of his underlying numbers were any good until that last like three week stretch where all of a sudden you know, his quality start percentage jumped up because every start was a quality start when you have nine of them in a row and you only play 25 games. It turns out, you know, like,
0: yeah, okay. It, it doesn't hurt the numbers either when you're for two months of the season, the team in front of you is making teams pack it in halfway through the game.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he also, like, that was the that was something you and I had talked about was that was Frankie was getting unbelievable goal support. Yep. And so his actual win-loss record was like, Outrageous. because there were games like we the you look at the nine to four game against nashville where frankie did not play he played really poorly that day and it yeah. just didn't matter like he he wasn't particularly good in the number of the games in which he got wins but the abs the abs got outshot by 20 because they were winning by five goals right
0: they got up early and then the game was over
1: yeah so, like the the when they played in Tampa Bay, when Joe's yep. had the hat trick, and like he Tampa ended had up like with
0: like 48 like 40 shots on goal saves. or something, yeah. yeah.
1: And like at the end of the game, like he the numbers looked sparkling, but you actually go back and watch that game, like there were some great saves that he made along the way, but he did, like the goals that he gave up, and he just it was just sort of like an
0: iffy, but there game. were like 30 shots from places where tampa was just throwing it at the net
1: yeah like, where it was like hey we're losing by six and we yeah. need to you know whatever. do something right like if we're gonna come back we have to get a little bit lucky we can't get cute for sure and so, uh, anyway like whatever like Greg, we've we've gone over all of this frankie frankie is dope but there was context
0: yes 100 agreed there uh we've kind of drifted away from the topic but you know i was thinking as we were explaining the Val Michushkin kind of timeline and how he went to Russia, it reminded me of – we've heard this call, and, and honestly, it's, it's lessened this season, I believe. But there was a group of people calling for Tyson Jost to spend a year in the AHL, and – I wonder, does that not end up looking exactly like what Val did going to, I mean, KHL versus AHL, obviously a little bit different. But nonetheless, being in the league, having removed from it and then trying to come back into it, I do wonder how difficult that is. For a for an extended period of time, obviously, a couple of years ago, when Joe spent, you know, a handful of games down in the AHL, I thought that was fine. But to spend a full year or even two out of the league and then having to come back to it, how hard is that?
1: You know, that's a good question. I would want to maybe take a look and see kind of what historically some some of the guys Players have like done. That. Um, we're about to see Grigorenko give it a try. Yeah, and with Columbus, um, you know, there have been some like really, really, really good players like Cole, like when we talked about Cole Willchuk,
0: that Yeah, that those to do are it. specific it's, cases. Yeah. yeah,
1: where you're like, okay, well, these
0: guys are these guys are elite hockey players. He left so. the NHL when he totally didn't have to. Type of thing.
1: right. He he didn't leave the NHL because he ran out of jobs. He yep. left the NHL because he wanted that money. <laughs>
0: So, yeah, that would definitely take some research, I imagine.
1: Yeah, I I wonder how tough that is, though. Like, I wonder what the track record looks like of guys who do play, who do start their careers. Like, okay, they play in the NHL for a couple of years, and then it's like, okay, hey, like, we still have some waiver eligibility here. Let's send him down, and let's see if we can, if he can, you know, Matthew McConaughey Learn pump up pumping. those
0: numbers. Yeah, right. <laughs> Figure it out in the AHL a little bit more, and, and come back as a better hockey player. But yeah,
1: yeah. With you know, with Najushkin, though, it was that there was a it was a personality conflict. Sure, know, it wasn't like I mean, a
0: he was an NHLer at the time. Yeah, there were some injuries that had slowed him down a bit, but yeah, it was more lindy ruff and his utilization in the system and
1: yeah and it was just like he just didn't want to be there and then when he came back it felt like he still didn't really want to be there (laughs) uh because like that dude that dude he even fully admitted he gave up on himself in dallas like he stopped working hard uh and and dallas fans dallas fans have every reason to be pissed sure like imagine imagine how we would feel okay
0: if, if Tyson Jones comes back it, next year and he exactly. doesn't like, even try, yeah. If,
1: if Tyson Jones two years from now just gives up, and and has a contract, and the Abs are like, "Look, man, we just can't do this anymore. This isn't working." They buy him out. He goes. Let's just switch it. He goes to freaking Dallas,
0: and then has a successful and has a nice year. breakout
1: yeah. season, and they're thrilled with him. And they're like, "Wow, wow! We're gonna give him a multi-year deal, you know? And like, we have the We have this guy in his twenties that now <laughs> we've got him for his prime, you know?
0: Like, and the ABS side and, is and just like stewing over it, yeah.
1: You know, imagine imagine how ABS fans would feel about that. Yep. Like Dallas, because I've seen I've seen some Avs fans like go after Dallas people and be like." oh, you can't be mad at him. Like, you can absolutely be mad at that guy. Like, Valdenchuskin gave up in Dallas. And then when he got here, he wasn't – like, he needed to figure out what the coach's expectations were and how to get that out of himself every day because he did not accomplish that in Dallas. He accomplished it here. He figured it out, and he was really good. He's also one of the biggest question marks going into this, going into returning from play because – you have you you can't have any kind of like reliable faith that he's gonna just pick up where he left off. It took a lot of building to get to that point. The hard part is okay if he does do it if he does come back and he does give you that same exact strong play. You know, I wonder if maybe you do consider giving him a multi-year deal after that, because because you're like, hey, he restarted and he picked back up it, just fine.
0: It wasn't lightning in a bottle, right? Yeah, right. And
1: then you're like, okay, well, that was this is essentially going to be an off season. This is it will be three months. Yep. So you're already talking about okay, he had an off season. He comes back. He plays well, and then he's going to have another off season. And, another off season, you can feel like he's going to come back and play well for you. So there's a lot on the line for that guy. When he comes, when, when, when hockey returns, he needs to continue to show it, especially before they get to the off season and let Matt Nieto and Colin Wilson leave. Because right now those guys, if he doesn't play well, those guys are going to take his
0: job straight up. Like Nieto is going to be our assumed scratch of Nieto is going to be chomping at the bit to get back in the lineup. Uh, All right, we can end our second period there as MSU Denver Online puts a dynamic education at your fingertips. Maybe you're following the nutrition route. You went to college for a little while, you left, but now you're looking to come back and MSU Denver is the way to do it. MSU Denver is the Colorado institution providing rigorous and affordable online programs taught by professors who bring the real world into the classroom. MSU Denver graduates use their relevant degrees to land coveted jobs. And even some of our very own staff members here at DNVR Are taking classes this summer you can even get credits for real world experience that you're bringing into the classroom and things like that as well through a number of different programs they have over 40 different programs that are both online or in the classroom a mix of both however you want to set it up with over 750 different types of classes so give msu denver online a try today Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by Davidson's with Rudo and AJ. So we've talked about the av side of things for what the Masterton trophy has become. Is Lindblom not just a a slam dunk pick for this one this year?
1: Um, I don't know. Like who are we to tell someone that, cancer versus alcoholism yeah you know like you're trying to like what are you what are we gauging here are we just are we just ultimately deciding one route is harder than the other maybe i mean like you look at you look at a guy like Lindblom and you're like it's cancer but then you're also like oh what's the survival rate of that cancer and it's it's pretty good and you're like okay so like you don't feel like his life is in like too much danger it's cancer so it's obviously like in question but like you also look at something like fighting alcoholism which is like this daily battle that even when you get on top of it you still have to be committed to it every day there's no curing this there's no oh, I'm in remission from alcoholism. You know, there's, there's, there is, it is a daily grind. You know, I have watched a, a close family member of mine start, you know, from when I was a young age, the demons that were involved with it and the battle. And, you know, that person just celebrated, I think 19 years being sober and uh, there's there's a reason that person is like my hero in life because like i watched day in and day out how hard that is and just the drain and the emotional toll it, it it takes on the that person and the people around you the people who love you and care about you and are helping in that fight and it's it's insane like it's it's in trying to be a professional athlete and, and deal with something like that and 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 then have it be known publicly. Yeah. You know, like you're you're fighting these demons and people know about it. And you, there are going to be a lot of people who want to think the best and want to give you love and and want to be supportive. There's also going to be people who are just assholes at every single turn. And they're not going to be nice about it. And they're not going to be respectful. They're going to say all kinds of really, really nasty stuff. And, you know, it's hard when you're fragile like that. It's hard to have somebody lean on you like that. And it's, you know, I just. And then, of course, the way they, the way that Bobby Ryan came back. Yeah. I, you know, with
0: the hat trick and, and all. The, of that. I mean, it's just a, his name. One a, a special moment in the season, certainly.
1: And like Bobby Ryan has had such a complicated life.
0: If you don't know his story, there's, right. a, I think it's on Sportsnet. There's a written piece out of his life and just go read it. Cause it's actually insane.
1: There needs to be someday. There's going to be a 30 for 30 on it on, on straight
0: up the Make career the of Bobby Ryan. It's legitimately a crazy story. And then like, yeah, his success well, crazy
1: career. story. And then he ends up the guy picked, after yep. Sidney Crosby and has to deal with that his whole career it
0: has a very strong start to his career gets a massive contract that yeah. for a long time has been regarded one of the worst contracts in the league breaks his hand like three times in one season
1: well and, and that was his best strength yeah his hands and yep. it it was obvious that when the suffering the broken hands cost him a little bit of that skill yep and in like just a just a really interesting fascinating. Existence, you know, his career has just been so interesting, and then to see him come back from all of this, like he just, you know, whether whether you agree with certain certain viewpoints that that, that he has expressed in the past, like to overcome demons like that, I feel like you just at, at some point you tip your cap and you say, okay, respect. That dude keeps coming back. Yeah, and like with Lindblom, it's obviously like it's all love there you're only rooting for the guy um you want to get better as as somebody who's gone through uh um has gone through cancer and chemo and like the process it's it's awful and surgery is awful the drugs are great everything else is awful
0: you're Um, five and a half years clear now
1: um what is it 2020 yeah. Oh geez. I actually, uh, um, it was seven years now. Seven
0: years. Wow. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. Is that the right, I don't know if that's what you're supposed to say, but I'm once you get clear of five, it, it's just, you're pretty good. good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I honestly, I forgot this year. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, yeah, I totally, uh, it was five because I remember it was five years. I got to the five year mark. Um, just as the abs and Preds were getting going in the postseason
0: two years ago. Yeah, I I remember. I think you told that story in Discord once. Yeah. Well, and then. Yeah.
1: There were some things that happened at the arena that got right. me all misty eyed. But we'll we'll keep that on the yeah, down low.
0: For sure. Uh, anyway, getting getting yeah. back into the topic. Uh, I'm assuming you're voting for Lynn Blom and Ryan as two of your votes.
1: Yeah, so this is the one thing I'm allowed to vote on. Um, since I was one of the like 60% of the PHWA that didn't get an actual awards ballot, um, the Masterton is the thing I'm allowed to vote on. Cool. Okay, yeah, like all right. Um, I the, the those two will definitely have two of the votes,
0: and so you get a third one, correct? Yeah, you have to vote for three of them. So who. You got a whole 20, 29 other players that you could put in that spot.
1: Yeah. Let me uh, look at this list again. Yeah. I've, I've spent like most of the morning looking at it.
0: Trying to make your decisions.
1: <laughs> yeah. Cause like there are some, you know, like Travis Zajac has had like a, you know, it's been a long road. Zach Hyman had a yep. devastating knee injury. Yeah. Um, some of these, some of these I'm, I'm less familiar with. I'm not sure what, Jonathan Quick came back from. Yeah, the, like, like I'm not sure what's up. I have no idea what Evgeny Malkin's been doing. Yeah, it, like... <laughs> it feels <laughs> like it feels like Joe Thornton's on here because he's old. Yeah, sure does. I, you know, what if there's something else? I don't. I don't know. Um. So, like, there are some of these that I'm I'm less familiar with. Even when I went and read like the little biographies that each of the chapters provide. Yeah, I'm I'm. Sort of like I think Robbie Fabry. I mean, do you remember? Do you remember Robbie Fabry was like
0: he was? He was going to be a star. Yeah, he was going to be a star in St. Louis, and it just never came together. And it was like
1: knee injury after knee injury after knee injury, and they finally trade him. He goes to Detroit. He gets healthy. Gets a fresh start, and he actually starts to find some success and look like look like the the guy that he was supposed to be. So, Robbie Fabry's got to be in there. I mean, Jay Bomeister you have to feel good about because the guy died during a game.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't want to take anything away from Jay Bomeister and, you know, obviously the recovery that he's been going through. But yeah, does the Masters 10 Trophy imply that you have to return to hockey? Because I think there's a very good chance that Bomeister does not.
1: Well, that's why he's on this year's list and not next. I'm fair. So... That's really all, all. All that's that's my view on that. Um. The the other one that really stands out here to me is Stephen Johns.
0: It's been typical picking the, the Texas player. Typical. <laughs> <Okay>. well, <laughs> there's a good case for this one, though.
1: That's life.
0: <laughs> um.
1: Yeah, I. Uh, Stephen Johns, yeah, he's been he's been uh, out of commission for a couple of years now, and has really been trying to fight his way back in. And it's been, I mean, uh, Stephen Johns reminded me how lucky the Avs got with Connor Timmons.
0: Yeah, because issues, sure,
1: yeah, because same thing, right? They yeah. both are dealing with concussions, but. Timmons missed a full season, and to be honest with you, he was he would have been fine to play. He would have been totally cleared to play. Um, they were just being extra, extra, extra cautious. But say they were making like a cup run or something, he would have been totally cleared to play. Yeah, um, had he been part of like a that that sort of thing, because there there was nothing like that going on. It wasn't a big deal, and they were just like, hey just sit out the whole season. Why? Steven it? Yeah. Steven Johns was out for two years. Yep. Uh, dealing with this and reminded me a lot of Joey Hishin as well. And, and how Joey Hishin got robbed of the, the Masterton nomination back then. Yep. And uh, Steven Johns is that he, he came back because he was a top prospect. He was a high draft pick, a top prospect had a very bright future. And then that was it. You know, got got yeah. yeah, got the concussion out for two years. Uh, Dallas got him back, and looks like it looks like it's full steam ahead for him. And just, I'm I'm just hoping it stays that way.
0: For sure, you never want to see anyone's career cut short. That's never a good feeling. Definitely. So, and these are all guys that had things
1: happen to them. Yep. And they came back, and this is this is kind of why we. I said, you know, Colorado didn't really have a. They're as far. This isn't an award like you
0: want your guy to win. That means that they had to go through some serious hardship, not only on the ice but off it.
1: Yeah. I mean, I guess we could have nominated Connor Timmins too. He had two NHL he games. He did play two
0: NHL games. That's true.
1: I didn't think of it until just now, but yeah.
0: I mean, I don't, I don't think and, the Avs no matter who they nominated, would have gotten many, if any, votes. So yeah, and that's okay in this one, right? You know, this, yeah. this is not like putting Elias
1: Pettersson third ahead of Nathan <laughs> McKinnon on the hard ballot. <laughs> So this, this is not a crime against logic and sanity. Yeah, definitely.
0: Uh it's not an award that uh, you can statistically dive into so much. Yeah. So
1: Boy, that'd be messed up.
0: Like You get into
1: like cancer recovery rates and, and you're just like this is too s it's
0: too deep. Yeah, that's don't like not like this. Not that ain't it. <laughs> that ain't it what we need for the NHL awards, I don't think. Yeah. Um either way. That's kind of the news of the day. The award that's being talked about and voted on currently. I know a lot of people are, are putting their cases for whoever out there for the Masterton today. So, yeah. Any final thoughts NHL-wide, AJ? We don't have to stick to the Masterton, I suppose.
1: No, man. I'm, no. I have to go talk baseball.
0: Oh, yeah. That's right. We do have that coming up tomorrow. We will be doing the MLB drafts Wednesday and Thursday evenings. So I'll be running the board behind everything. AJ will be on there trying to sell us all on probably Zach I I don't know. (laughs) Um, Either way, please Mm -hmm. tune in. You can listen to the sultry voice of Drew Creaseman and Patrick Lyons and many guests that we plan to have on. Hope y'all will enjoy it. We're out of here for the day. Thank you for listening as always, and we will catch you tomorrow. Before we go though, Be sure, look, the difference in baseball between a boy and a man is when you get drafted. That's all I'm saying. And when you get drafted, you want to make sure your package is looking good. Manscaped can help you take that next step. Even if you're not getting drafted behind the scenes, wherever you are, just watching it be sure you're feeling good below the belt because Manscaped has you covered with their perfect package 3.0, whether it be the lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, the spray on toner to keep everything fresh or the anti-chafe deodorant. It is getting into those hot months of the year where, you know, you start to sweat down there and, You got to keep things clean. You got to keep things smelling right. So Manscaped has you covered with all of that, and you get it all coming in their travel bag, which is really nice. Keeps everything in its exact spot where it needs to be and makes it easy to do what you got to do on the go. Head on over to Manscaped.com and use code DNVR20 to get 20% off and free shipping to get the best tools for the job. Our avalanche with paper